You're listening to Hands Off My Rack, a podcast dedicated to all things female fitness, health, and wellness. But we're not your average source of fitspo. We go beyond the Instagram workouts and trendy diets to provide you with honest, transparent, and evidence-based information. We're here to help you see through fitness fads and find out what really helps you become the healthiest and happiest version of yourself. My name is Jasmine. My name is Talia, and this is Hands Off My Rack. So here we are, January. Happy New Year. We just kind of want to talk about how we have gone about transitioning into the new year when it comes to our physique, nutrition, and what we have planned for the year, not only for Hands Off My Rack, but just for us as individuals and how we think that what our personal ongoings are may be applicable to, you know, your new year and your 2022. I feel like I don't even remember 2021. Bro, it was like a flash. I feel like, like fever. Honestly, the last two <laughs> years, like anything involving COVID, I really can't tell you what happened. I kind of, it was like an out-of-body experience. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, turned, I don't really know. So I turned 21 right, right before COVID started. So February, like March is when we went in lockdown. Yeah. So in February, right before yeah. COVID, so two years ago in February, I turned 21. I remember going out. I didn't get. I did not get drunk. My mom did, and that's on my twenty first birthday. Well, I think, I, and then we went into lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh! Yeah, lockdown was crazy. I feel like that's when. I mean, I've talked about this in previous episodes. I've always been a part of the gym. I've always been an athlete, but like COVID was when I really got to prioritize it, which like is so crazy. Yeah, but I was like, okay, I don't have to focus on literally anything else but myself. Yeah. <laughs> That so was like, even though the gyms were closed down, I was like always running or I was biking or I was doing at-home workouts, things like that. And 2020 was just crazy. And then 2021, we launched this podcast, which is so amazing. I was like, at the end, obviously, before New Year's, I was just thinking about all the things in 2021. And I'm like, holy cow, like, we literally started a whole podcast. Like, May. like that's crazy. And we may not have done such a great job, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's a lot harder than it it's seems. so much harder than it seems. And honestly, I'm so proud of like all like the episodes we put out and the content we've made, even though like it may not be as much as we had hoped for. I think we did the best we could, given the time that we had. Balancing it has been a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. On but- top of that, if I had a dollar for every time we recorded something and the audio <laughs> was just shit, terrible, I had to, like completely trash it. It was rough. But we do it because we love it and we're continuing to do it because, I mean, I believe in this and I believe in this podcast and and in us. And I feel like we really do have the potential to make something great. And I'm so glad that we started this. And I'm so happy if you're listening. Thank you for being on this journey with us before we pop off. In a good way, you know? Yeah. Oh, I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Not like pop off on you, like like before this podcast... Yeah, before we go off into the moon. Go off it. What is that? <laughs> to the moon. What is that? Doge. Oh, oh yeah, for Doge Dogecoin. Coin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, which I bought Dogecoin when it was, you know. It's good a- now. No, yeah. I bought it when it was like 60 cents. Now it's like mm. 16. Because I'm an idiot. I like to buy high and sell low. Why would you buy high? I, it's a, like, oh, <laughs> I, you're making fun of yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so 2022 <laughs> goals. First of all, I need to put it out there. Also, December, you know, because of everything going on, I lost 
weight because that always happens when my life is stressful, unfortunately. Yeah, I also lost weight. Yeah, but the last two weeks have been really great. I've been working really hard. And now I'm at the highest weight I've been, even in 2021. Nice. It just looks crazy. You know, I always say, like, because I had such a hard time decide. Basically, the reason why I decided to quit my antidepressants, which I cannot stress enough that you're not supposed to do that. And I don't advise anyone to do that, especially because I'm not a doctor and I can't give medical advice, but also because it was a really bad experience. But basically, I was feeling really down and really demotivated, if that's a word. Um, and yeah, unmotivated, whatever. <laughs> and I was kind of like, you know what? Like, I think, like, it's time to get off meds and, like, really just focus on, like, you know, regulating my neurotransmitters, myself. <laughs> and so I decided, like, oh, I'm just going to get off them because, to be honest, like, I can't imagine that I'll feel, like, much worse, you know? Like, I already feel pretty down. I'm all down in the dumps. And, um having trouble staying on track with my responsibilities and with the things that I want to do, the things that I love to do. And so I stopped and I could feel a lot worse, actually. I could feel much worse. You're like, oh, okay, I stand corrected. Yeah, and I was having trouble with hypersomnia. So I was sleeping like 20 hours a day. Wow. And I really was having a lot of trouble staying on track with my responsibilities. I've talked about it before, you know. I've dealt with clinical depression since I have been in therapy for over 10 years and I've been seeing different psychiatrists for close to that time. So I've dealt with clinical depression for a really long time. And obviously, like, I might not fit what people think of someone when they think of someone who is clinically depressed or deals with severe and or chronic mental health issues. Yeah, but I so I made that decision and it wasn't a good decision for me. But now I'm adjusting and I'm doing better. And Gato made me cry a lot. Oh, my goodness. Which I'm sure had something to do with, you know, my volatile emotions. I watched that on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that definitely just ate into the quality of my work and my performance with everything. Right. Yeah. So I had a really rough December as well, to be honest. I just want to say, like, I appreciate so much that you're so open about mental health and just like raw and honest about yourself because not many people do that, especially influencers. You see Instagrams and TikToks of like these people who are so happy and their lives look amazing. And you look at these people and you're like, oh, I wish my life was like theirs. Oh, they must be so happy. Oh, if only I had their life or if only I had their body or their physique, right? Yeah, that you'll but, be happy. Yeah, but in reality, you have no idea what's going on in these people's lives. You don't know how they're feeling and the things that they go through. And I'm so thankful and I admire how much you're open about those things. Because I think it's really well, amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you're you. Welcome. It's actually, it's funny that you say that because, you know, I felt like, what is it, hills and valleys or yeah. something? You know, dealing with any mental health issue. There's going to be hills and valleys like you're going to, you know, have better days and not so better days. Right. But one of the things that 
I realized is I had that mentality. I was like, what's Wells Fargo? Fuck Wells Fargo. But at the same time, I was like, what's that Lee Wells Fargo? I'm going to be so happy. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, when I hurt my back, I was like, shit, like if my back stops hurting, I'll never complain again. Like, I'll be so happy. And I, like you say the same thing when we're sick. We're like, oh, my yes. God, like I'll never, I'll never not take it for granted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like I thought like, OK, yeah, like when I can do Casanova full time, <laughs> that's it. My depression be gone. Like, you know, and I thought that building my, you know, brand, my personal brand would be so much fun. And it is so much fun. That's the worst part. It's the- so much fun, but there's always a responsibility well, to like- it. It, it's yeah, but I have a great time. It's exactly what I've ever dreamed of doing. I'm living a my dream life, and I'm still depressed, <laughs> you know. And and I think that that's what really got me in this valley where I realized unless I do the work of actually dealing with my mental health and not more trivial things, unfortunately, like what I fill my day with, unless I tackle the issues that I have with things that have happened to or things that I struggle with. Until I really do the work and healing from those things, if I pay off my car, I'm going to be so happy. Let me tell you, I I probably pay off that car right now. I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's like these little things that you think are going to make you happy. It's like momentarily happy. Moment, moment, Oh my God, the last episode, did you hear what I was like? I love it. No, this is so crazy that you're talking yeah. about this because I had this conversation, I kid you not, less than two hours ago with my friend. And I was like, when I was younger, and honestly, not even long ago, I would always like, you know, when you blow candles out or you put a coin in a well, whatever. Those just manifestation. Just making like wishes. I would always yeah. be like, oh, like, I just want to be happy. Like, mm-hmm. I wish like I can be happier. Like, all of my prayers would be like, oh, like, Lord, I just want to be happy, you know? And yeah. it wasn't until I realized that happiness is a, it's it's an emotion and it's yeah. a choice. And, like, it's not a state of being. Like, I would think of it as if it was a destination that I had to get to. Yeah. And, like, that's so not true. Like, it's bleeding. Just, like, sometimes you're angry. Sometimes you're disappointed. Sometimes you're mad. Sometimes you're excited. Like, happiness is one of those moments that, like, number one, it's a choice. And number two, like, it comes and goes because yeah. it's not a state of being no it's not like and it's crazy because this i i you know jasmine left me she abandoned me <laughs> and i came i came she came back she, she's back at the office i am back guys <laughs> and i'm yadded up not really but i no, you are I, a flat I, I have like three a, new tattoos I have like a partial sleeve right now which i i literally saw her arm and i was like are those real <laughs> like i wasn't sure but this one tattoo that i have on here it's it's eudaimonia so it's it's ironic because i studied philosophy in college and anyone who knew me in college if they saw me now they'd be like literally what the fuck <laughs> because i was on track to you know go to an ivy league law school and be a long-term academic right like I wanted to potentially do like a joint program where I got my juris doctorate and a PhD. Eudaimonia is what Aristotle Mm -hmm. believed to be true happiness and it's a state of flourishing so it's the journey rather than the destination right. In order to reach a state of what we can consider happiness is by being in a constant state of flourishing and trying to be the best version of yourself so that's why i got that tattoo because i have to realize happiness can't be found 
in the past or the future. Yeah. So when I say those things where it's like, when I'm a millionaire, I'm going to be happy, right? Which, whatever, like that's a lot of people say that, right? I can't find happiness in the future, no matter what it is. Yeah. I can only find happiness in the present. I can only feel satisfaction and joy in what is happening at the very moment. That's really good. So, yeah. Yeah, so 2022. What are your physique goals? Girl, you already know. It's the same goal. 21. <laughs> we eating good, baby. Getting bigger. <laughs> and for you? So I'm pushing 145 right Okay. The heaviest I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. I see your post and you're like, I'm feeling fluffy. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to feel fluffy. <laughs> I got these, like, yellow shorts on Amazon, and I ordered small because, like, a lot of people don't realize this because they see my pictures, but I'm really short and petite, so a lot of my physique is proportions. So it's about how much smaller my waist is than my butt and how much bigger my butt is than my waist and how much bigger my legs are than my waist. But the key words are bigger and smaller, not big or small. Because yeah. I'm a small person, so I'm actually kind of small, just generally, right? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I've been putting on a few pounds, but actually, I, I got these yellow shorts from Amazon, and they were small. I felt like a can of biscuits. They were hugging me so tight, and like my top little like. I don't know, rib fat or something. Call- you know, have you ever put on a corset? Yeah. Like all your back foot. That's how I felt, basically. Like I was like, oh my God, I can't. This is not it. Yeah. And I mean, I wore them anyway because whatever. But I was like, damn, I kind of heavy. And I'm looking forward to cutting down just because I've had to buy some new clothes. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, annoying. I love strength training, honestly. I'm doing better with like my my strength like i i have broken some plateaus i hit a 275 deadlift okay girl i hit a 275 deadlift and i've been consistently squatting 185 for eight which is a rep pr for me that's awesome i hit 95 bench for four i don't want to fucking talk about my bench but (sighs) anyway so i have i hate bench strength plateaus which makes sense because i am the heaviest that i've ever weighed you know next month i'm been working out for 10 years it's crazy yeah oh my gosh doing the same i've been i've been doing leg extensions for 10 years well that'll be awesome to focus on something new and like try different goals try different things and really see like how far you can push yourself abs you see how busted my legs are that's from a car accident yeah i oh i dislodged my hearing implant so i'm half deaf from the car accident mine's definitely my glutes like my legs have been even though i'm still like probably like one of the skinniest people in the gym my legs have been getting bigger but my glutes bro they just don't want to budge they don't want to have me in a nice booty (laughs) they're like not moving so i guess that's another goal of mine 2022 to just really focus on that you might need to do some more isolation work because people are always like compounds, compounds. No, it's not. 
I feel like people, some people just latch onto a phrase and then run with it. If you have unfortunately, there's so much tolerance, and it's a it's a blessing and a curse. But there's so much fitness advice out there that once you hear like one thing on TikTok that like is mm-hmm. trending, you're like, oh my gosh, that must be right, or yeah. I'm just gonna stick to that, even though there are other ways. Yeah, thing. And it's like that ironic is- because like compound lifts are such a big thing right now, but like in terms of for for bodybuilding when i've done compound lifts my entire lifting career because i like them yeah but they're not what really have done the most for me in terms of if anything they've they've hurt me because when i've gotten injured from doing compound lifts it's uh, made my muscles smaller because i my muscles atrophy during my rest periods from my injury and a lot of really big bodybuilders don't even touch like a free weight back squat or deadlift. Nope. Or I was talking to somebody, what was it, two weeks ago? And he was saying like, he's like, yep, I don't squat or deadlift anymore. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. And honestly, like for your goals, like he's like, yes, it's good to do those things. He's like, but you don't have to do those things. No. And I was like, that's so true. And I'm like, but people don't, people don't say that, yeah. you know, like you don't hear that often. And when people say compound lifts, it doesn't mean like, back squat and like these big free weight lifts like when you do when you do a hack squat on the hack squat machine you're still involving multiple joints in the movement it's still a compound lift just because it's an exercise but when you have like different load tolerances like your glutes are a lot weaker than your legs your quads and hamstrings your quads are always going to overcompensate so if you don't do isolation movements you're never going to get good engagement with your glutes the thing about compound movements is they engage multiple muscles at once. So if you have one significantly weaker muscle, it's going to stay significantly weaker. Yeah. So the best bet to tackle that is unilateral movements, so single leg movements, and um, isolation movements. Great. But that doesn't really fit into that rhetoric, right? But right. those are our 2022 goals. Um, this was, I mean, it wasn't too short of an episode, but... It'll be more informative the next episode we have. We just wanted to catch you guys up, give you guys a little update, and talk about our lives a little bit. Yeah, so actually next week we're going to be talking about hip thrusting, like everything that we have personally collected hip thrusting, and also some external information from some articles that we're going to collect as well. If you can, please leave us a review on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot to us, and it really helps support the podcast. Yeah. Check out handsoffmyrackpod.com for any of our exclusive links for Instacart, Alpha Progression, and also our Patreon link where you can get exclusive content from us. Bye. Bye.